Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to Nice Girls Reading Naughty Books. I'm your host, Bernadette Walsh, and I'm so pleased to introduce my guest this evening, Bernadette Marie. Bernadette Marie is a best-selling author, and she has written over 19 romance novels. In addition, Bernadette is the owner of Five Prints Publishing, through which she has released several of her own contemporary romance novels. Her titles include A Second Chance and Cart Before the Horse. So welcome, Bernadette, to Nice Girls Reading Naughty Books. How are you this evening? You. I'm doing very well, thank you. So I hope we don't confuse people with the two Bernadettes. <laughs> but uh, it's so funny. Every time I like Google my own name or on Amazon, I always wind up with with your books. So that's actually how I become became aware of you, and that's why I invited you onto the show. And I was also very impressed when I looked at um, up your name on Amazon that you had so many titles. So maybe you could talk a little bit about your writing journey. How long have you been writing professionally? I have been writing professionally since about 2007 when I seriously I decided then that that was going to be my career and I put 100% into that. And so you you write full time um and and you don't have a day job. So writing is your day job, is that right? Sort of. Yes, writing is my day job. But I also run the publishing company, so I have. What I want to say, I have days where it is all publishing, and the rest of the time is all writing. So luckily, I can do a lot of writing at any time. But my day is all about the publishing industry and writing books. <laughs> and so, what made you want to become a romance writer? Had you always been a, a big reader of romances? You know, I didn't become a reader until we're in middle school. And I would say one of the first people I picked up was Danielle Steele. So that was probably who I followed in the sense of who I wanted to emulate. And I seem to have home in romance. I understand regular love and everyday romance, better mystery or anything like that. So that's where I'm most comfortable. You know what, Bernadette, um, you're coming in a little staticky. Are you calling from a cell phone by any chance? I am not. I'm actually on a Skype. I don't have a line. Oh, okay, because I'm hoping that people can hear you because you're coming in a little statically, but sometimes... It sounds staticky for me, and um, it sounds okay on the on the air. So I, I'm hoping that people can oh, okay. hear you because you are coming in a little staticky. So if I ask you to repeat things, you know, just bear with me. Um, okay. So so you um, so you started writing professionally. Now, were you first published um, independently, or did you release through a publisher? I was picked up by a small publisher who eventually went under about a year and a half after. Had contracted me because of bad business dealings. So that's when I decided that it was time to charge of my own career and do this. And so you decided to open Five Prints Publishing. Now, 
are you the sole you know do you, do you have people who work with you or how how maybe you can explain a little bit about Hive, how five prints publishing works you bet five prints publishing has grown um we've been open since 2011 when it was just me publishing myself trying to really look professional and the business model that i had seemed to attract especially new authors looking to keep their voice and not give it up to a big public. So I began to take on authors, and what happened was people wanted to be editors and line readers and beta readers, and it just kind of grew from that. And we now have over, I think, 27 authors, and we'll publish over... 24 books this year, which adds to our catalog being over about 60 books. Well, that's great. That's great. And now this is all romance. Is it primarily romance? No, actually we are all over the board of everything from romance to biography. We do even have a few Christian titles. So the bringing out into my company really widened that. I was more into the romance because it was a genre I understood and I knew how to read, how to write it. And my editors coming in had broader tastes. So that really took our catalog to a new And so now how do you find it in terms of competing against traditional houses? Because I, I think, you know, originally a lot of the independents, and I was originally published by an independent, they competed against the big guys on price. Or maybe they focused on genres that traditional publishing wasn't focusing on, like erotica, for example. But now a lot of the traditional publishers have kind of lowered their price. They've expanded what they publish. So how do you how do you compete? You know, we've kind of just jumped in feet. I think that with the industry changing the way that it is, I kind of think that the big houses are having to compete with the littles and the independent authors. The independent authors, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry, are really taking a bite out of everything by their lower prices, by their new voices. And so I'm finding that they're kind of having to compete with us. So we're setting the stage for what's new in publishing. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk a little bit about your own writing. You've written 19 books. Now have you crossed genres or are you primarily contemporary romance? Right now I am contemporary romance in all of my novels, but within the next couple of years I know that I will cross. I have some uh, paranormals that are kind of in the back of my mind ready to go. As for beyond that, I don't know, but I'm sure they'll all have a romance base. Mm-hmm. And what's the heat level typically of your books? The heat level to my books, I would say, if you're ranking them from like a one to five, probably a two. I try to keep everything behind closed doors. Um, it doesn't take down the intimacy any, but I did learn that. It makes sense if the author is comfortable writing it, you're going to be more comfortable reading it, no matter what their heat level. 
the body heat level seems to be about a two. I think if you close the door, everybody still knows what's going on. Yes, that's true. Although there's so much pressure now, to, especially with the success of Fifty Shades, to make things hotter. But I think there's definitely a place for the close-the-door type of books, and, and certain stories, I think, call for that. So, you know, I know what my first contemporary romance, Gold Coast Wives, was very much a, a kiss and close the door. But like you said, I, I still built the imp- intimacy there, and I built the relationship between my main char- my heroine and my hero. So, you know, you can do it. Just because Fifty Shades has kind of gotten, you know, whetted people's appetite for the more explicit stuff, I still think there is a, a place for contemporary romance. Now, would you compare, is there any particular author out there that you would say your work is similar to? Oh, I suppose um, I pick up a little from everybody that I read. I have very much been told I have a Nora Roberts style. Um, and I would think that a little bit of the sweetness is more of a, a Debbie May Cumber kind mm-hmm. of feel. And I've kind of tried to incorporate those two loves into my own style. Mm-hmm. And now your books, are they typically novella length? Are they full length? Or do they vary? Full length. I only have one novella length, but they are all full length. Mm-hmm. And have you written any series or any of your books in series? Almost all of my books are in series, and the ones that are currently titled have series that will be coming. They were originally built to be part of a series, and a publishing house grew as certain series grew. They kind of got pushed to the side, but they're being found again. So within the next year or so, it will even be included in series. But most all of my stuff is series-based. Mm-hmm. And is there some recurring theme in your books? I mean, how, did, how, would, how would you describe your style in that sense? Like do you, you know, focus on the strong alpha male? I mean, or are all your books kind of different? And and. The reason why I'm asking, like, a lot of my I books, I say they're all different genre. because it's me writing it. They're all going to have some similar qualities. A lot of what I write is family-based in the sense that I write very strong families. Usually in books that I have, there is a strong family backing up the hero or the heroine. Uh, in the Keller series, it's built around a very eclectic, very tight-knit family, and that's one of my themes. I do notice that my women are very strong, and my men are, I don't want to say they're more, but they have probably a more feminine side in the sense that they're more emotional than you're going to find some of these elves to be. Mm-hmm. Now, do you typically write from the first person or the third person, or does it vary? I completely write from the third person. Okay. And so do you work, I know that you have some colleagues that you work with in the publishing house that you're running, but do you have a critique group in terms of, of your writing? Do you have beta readers? I mean, how, maybe you could describe a little bit your writing process. I don't have critique partners anymore. Um, I probably haven't had critique partners since about a year before my first book came out. 
but they were so helpful in letting, giving me insight into my writing and some of the probably errors I was making that a publisher wouldn't have accepted. Now I'm based and I can write. I send it to my editors. I have two editors through my books. One will do more of the content. The next one would do more of the line. And we kind of run the show. I do it a few chapters at a time. So I'll do a few chapters, send it, they get edited, come back to me that way. Once the book is all put together, then it does to five to eight beta readers, and they have the final look at it, give it a look over what's there, if the story flows for them, and then it goes out to reviewers. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of promoting your books, you've you've obviously written a lot of books, and a lot of a lot of um, a lot of uh, industry professionals will say the best way to promote your book is to write another one. Now, you've written 19. Do you, do you agree with that? Do you do you feel because you have such a backlist, it's helped you in terms of promoting new books? Oh, absolutely. We do that with our new authors, too. We kind of set their stand. You've only got one book. You need to keep writing. Just keep writing. We're going to keep promoting this one, but if you find a reader, they want to keep reading you. One of the best things for me is, especially my Keller series, is it's going to be 10 books long as it is because the readers wanted that because I had set it up as a four-book series, and they just kept eating that up. And as they got to that fourth book and the book wasn't ready, they could see, oh, she's got another trilogy over here. That was three more books to have, um, a couple more things. So I completely agree that more books will sell lists, will sell the future ones, and it kind of builds a reader base because they have all of this to choose from and new readers come in and say, okay, I've got this much I can read. So I highly recommend all authors just keep writing. One book is just not going to sell you forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in terms of promoting, though, what else do you do? Like, Have you... You know, are you very active on social media? Were you able to get a lot of reviews? Because I think that's the difficulty for a lot of new writers, especially people who are going it on their own, like you are. You know, how do you get your books in front of people? And, and you've got managed to get some success in that area. So, how did you do it? You know, I, I accidentally got in front of people um, when I put my first book on for free because I forgot to take it off of free, and it distributed that way. So that's where the second book thing comes in very handy. But part to that was is that I'm so reachable on social media. I'm kind of known as an author that you can contact, you can reach, I email you back, I con- or I converse with you. And I think being personable has helped quite a bit in my readership because Readers want you, you've taken them into a new and you've given them feelings that they may or may not have had. They want to express that with you. So I think that a lot of my success has come from that. As for promoting, I do a lot of social media. My PR gal, uh, my marketing gal internally 
works a lot on social media as well. And just now we've hired our firm to take on one of my new trilogies coming out, and she's really helping us learn how to get out there even more so that we can help our other authors do this. But I think social media has definitely been my, uh, my force behind everything. Mm-hmm. And maybe you could talk a little bit about your favorite book. Do you have a favorite book or a favorite character or a series? Of mine or of somebody else's? Of yours. Of mine. My favorite series, of course, I think is Amelie because I've grown to appreciate them. And I think I've grown to appreciate them through my, my readers more than anything. It's, um, like I said, they're a very big family. And so it's a lot of fun to write them. Each one has a flaw and has this funny character that has to build together. But my favorite characters out of all of them come from the second book, and that is um, Madeline and Carlos, who were previously married, have three children, and through crisis, come back together, fall back in love, and, and remarry. And I think that I just with her the most because I am a mother, five children, and so everything that they went through was very real to me. And so I think they will always hear it. So you have five children, and has, so how do you have time to, you're doing an awful lot and still raising your children. Do they respect the fact that mommy's, mommy's working and creating books, or do they still, like, barge into your life? Like, how, what's your writing process like? I know, I, you know, I only have one, but um, a lot of times <laughs> I will, I have to write, you know, kind of when she's at dance or, you know, when I'm waiting for, for the dinner to cook, I'll do a few minutes here and there. What's your writing process like in terms of balancing that with your publishing commitments and also your, your large family? You know, my, my children were born into me writing because I have been writing in some capacity since 13 years old, and I would spend hours and hours doing it even though I didn't, really become a writer until 2007. So in some capacity, they were all born into mom with a laptop on her lap. And Mm -hmm. I don't watch TV. I don't like that. So even if they're all around in a room watching TV, I'm writing. Because that's my, as much as it's my work, it's also my And, you know, I've even written an entire book on an old Palm Pilot keyboard in the car waiting for people to get out of school. So much like you, I take all those little opportunities um, to write. Now that they're all school age, I definitely have all day long, which is split in between the publishing company and writing. But I am very blessed to be able to, what I need to block out, keep track of what I'm writing. And because I believe that writing is my calling, to me. I'm able to just write. I write fast. I write well in big chunks, even when there is chaos, which is, is my life always. <laughs> well, it's so funny. I read, I don't know if you ever read it, but Stephen King wrote 
that novel on writing. And it has so much, right. you know, it's about his whole life and his writing journey. And he has this list of things that people need to do if they want to be successful writers. And one of them is you need to have, a, first of all, you have to spend a lot of time reading. And you have to have a special place in your house um, where the, with the doors where you can be, you know, there's no distractions and you can you just focus on your writing. And I think that's hilarious because I've never been able to do that. I've always written in the right. margins of my life. And, you know, I guess it sounds, right. you know, it sounds like fantasy, but if I waited for a time when I, you know, had didn't have other commitments and I could just read all the time and then when I wasn't reading, I could go to the special little, you know, room with a room with a door and create my worlds. I mean, I think I would it would never happen. And I think that that's true for a lot of writers. Um, you know, so I, I always think that's kind of funny. Um, and you know what? I, I think if I maybe did have all the time in the world and had this special room, I wonder if I'd have like writer's block. I think because I have so little time, I, I have to I, make my writing time really work. I agree. I write better under deadline, under pressure, and my staff knows that. They know that they're not going to get a book early from me because I'm doing my best work the week before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. So you, you, now in terms of the, um, the publishing company, you, you're the president of your publishing company. Do you select all the books that, um, that are published, or do you, you know, have a committee that decides? I mean, do you read all the submissions? Where do you find your authors? You know, the authors um, very much come to us. We seem to have a platform that they're very interested in. But I totally took myself out of that loop. I get the submissions. I do not see the submissions. I do not read them. Uh, we have a submission um, director who goes through the submit and then sends them out to our acquiring editors. And the editors really are the ones that choose that they think that they can work with that will make them money and things like that. But I purposely took myself out of that loop. Like we'd get a much more diverse group of people for one, or else we'd only have contemporary romance. And the other part is, too, is somebody knows that you own a publishing house. It is amazing how many of my you know, friends will say, so-and-so wrote a book, so you publish it. And that's not how it works in the world to get a good book out into the world. So as long as I'm not the one in it, then it can get a fair shake and be done right. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds very exciting. Like I said, you know, there's, I think there's a lot of pressure on smaller – well, I, I wonder what your view is. There's, there's been a certain amount of consolidation. For example, my original publisher, Lyrical Press, was recently acquired by Kensington. And so I wonder if there's going to be more of that consolidation. Would you? Is that something that you – see happening, or do you think there's still a, a place in the industry for these niche publishers like yourself? I think we can see it to some extent, but I really think that with all of the resources out there, there's going to be these homes for, you know, like you said, the niche publishing houses that, that will work with the author just a little bit more. I think as 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 it is it keeps going, I think authors want to have a say to be part of the press 
And in these littler houses, they can do that. So I think that the little houses are going to stay of off their need, and the bigger houses are going to have to adjust to that. But I think that they'll still be, you know, buying up and uh, accumulating things like that. But I do think that they're going to stick around for a while. These littler, or even just the independent publish or independent author going on their own route, has all of the resources are there to do so. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe you could tell everyone about some of your upcoming releases. Absolutely. So. Next month, so June 26th, we will release the eighth teller, which is the acceptance. We are into second generation of tellers, so that's a lot of fun. And the first book of that series is free, so it's kind of my way to get people introduced to the tellers and the family that, that has really drawn a lot of readers in. And summer, so I will have a trilogy release and the first book releases in July, second in August, and the third one in September. And it is entitled The Three Mills. And I think it's got the best tagline ever, which is, some men keep secrets but add kept three. So that kind of leads you into letting you know what the series is about. But they'll be and I'm sorry, you put out right there for a minute. Together, what is, what's the name of the series again? Of the Three what? The Three Mrs. Monroe's. The Three Mrs. Monroe's. Oh, okay. And so where can people find you online? Online, I am everywhere. Let's see. I Facebook under uh, Facebook author Bernadette Marie. You can find me at www.bernadettemarie.com. You can also find me on fiveprincebooks.com. At Twitter, I am at Rights Romance, and I also have a blog which I try to feed with interviews, spotlights, and some writing knowledge, which is author Bernadette Marie at blogspotbook. Okay, great. Well, Bernadette, thank you so much for, for joining me this evening. It sounds like you've, you've um, carved out a very uh, prolific prolific uh, career as a writer and then you also have this you're raising five children and you're also you know the owner of a publishing company so it sounds like you were very busy and um, I really do appreciate uh, you coming and speaking with me today and please keep in touch um, and also like the Nice Girls Reading Naughty Books Facebook fan page because I like to post updates on all my interviewees so, um, so again please stay in touch and I, I'm so happy that you were able to join me this evening so thanks for that. Thank you for um, having me. Yes, thank you. Now, just to give um, people a little update on the show, uh, Kristen Higgins is going to be my guest on June 4th. She is the New York Times uh, bestseller. She's been published by Harlequin, so I'm very, very excited to, to interview her. Um, I'm also scheduling some other interviewees this summer, so please um, check out my Blog Talk Radio um, website page for um, all, a schedule of all the upcoming interviews. Um, also wanted to update everyone on my books. 
The House on Prospect, which is my women's fiction title with Echelon Press, is actually going to be taken down uh, June 30th. I am taking it down and finding a new home for it and also kind of retooling it. So if you're interested in reading that book, it will not be available after June 30th. So um, please download it. It's only, I think, four ninety nine. My four-book paranormal series that's um, issued by Kensington, The Devil and Legacy, that is out and available. And the first book in that series, Devil's Mountain, is only 99 cents. So please get that, give that a try. All my books, um, covers for my books, and excerpts for my books are available on my website, BernadetteWalsh.com. So thanks so much for joining me. This is Bernadette Walsh, Nice Girls Reading Naughty Books, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.